Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode with Spit and Fulfill Podcast. My name is Kesh and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich and so satisfying and really gets you jumping out of bed. How to build a life that leaves you in a constant state of joy and gratitude and just so in awe. On this podcast, I really try to break down the process of manifestation into actionable, tangible, and concrete steps so that you're able to actually start applying these beautiful concepts, how to start being more intentional about the outcomes that unfold, especially now there's so much conflicting advice available around the concept of manifestation, which is amazing because that means there's an increase of awareness. But when we are faced with an overload of information, it can be very overwhelming and it can send us into a state of inertia whereby we know a lot, but we end up doing nothing. And if we want to access the beautiful transformation that is available to all of us, we need to be actually changing who we are being. We need to apply these beautiful concepts because that's really where when the magic happens. And as I record this podcast episode, we are talking about public speaking. How to get over the fear of public speaking, as this is something that paralyzes so many of us. And it's not just about public speaking in terms of in front of a boardroom or giving a presentation, but it's even just putting yourself out there, getting out of your head and actually striking up a conversation with someone new that you meet. When you're at a party, actually going up to people and introducing yourself and really honing into who you are as a person and showing up as your most authentic self. But what we don't realize is that this fear, this paralyzing fear, it forces us to put on a facade to pretend to be someone we're not. And as a result, we actually start repelling the outcomes we want. We start to forget our words. We start to maybe attract the wrong people. And as a result, we're just left feeling so unsatisfied, so unfulfilled. And the reason I want to share these different ways to get over public speaking is because this is something which I faced for a majority of my life. And as a person, I'm pretty confident, I would say. I mean, making friends has never been an issue for me. But when it came comes to standing in front of people and talking, oh my goodness, I used to get so terrified. My my face would fluster, I would get all sweaty, I would forget my words, I would stammer. And it's funny because people automatically think because I have a podcast and because I show up so frequently on social media now, a lot of my work does involve public speaking that I've always been this way. But no, this is a skill I've really had to hone into. And it really meant me leaning into my one of my deepest fears. I remember so vividly, it was January, I think it was January 2014, maybe I have to go back and check. But anyways, it was a while ago and I was at home in Bombay. And I just had this intuitive download 
there was a voice within me, within me that said, you need to start speaking on social media. And at that point, I was, you know, only posting photos, but I never spoke on social media because again, showing my face on camera, so scary. And I still have the first ever video that I put out and I will forever save it. And it just is crazy how different I was and how I, I could, looking back, I could was full of nerves. I could see that. But also I was trying to be perfect. And I remember there were so many times leading after that where I would press record, didn't like the video, then I would go back and delete it. Whereas now it's, you know, I'm, a, I'm in my pajamas some days. I'm like, yo guys, what's up? But it's so much more me and it's so much more relatable. And even this weekend, I, as I shared in an earlier podcast, I went to host a retreat for the Gujarat chapter of the y, of YPO. And that involved, again, public speaking. But it was amazing how different I felt leading up to it compared to how I would have in the past. In the past, I would have gone to the loo at least like five times before because I would have had so many butterflies. I would have been so nervous on the days leading up. I would not probably sleep the night before because I'd be you know worrying. I would be going over my talk over and over again and you know, trying to memorize it. Whereas this time around, I prepared my... I prepared so much for it, but at the same time, I also kind of got on with the rest of my life. Like I didn't, it wasn't my sole focus. I went with the intention. I'm going to give value. I'm going to nail this, but I'm also not going to make my whole world around this. A, and secondly, nor did I memorize it. I knew the point that I wanted to cover, but I also knew that on the day I would read the room in such a way that I would say what they needed to say. But lastly, it was coming from a place of excitement. It wasn't fear. Like, again, I'm not going to lie. Like, of course, you want it to go well. So there was a bit of nerves, but it was excitement nerves. Like adrenaline from a place of let's go as opposed to, oh my goodness, I'm dreading this, which is so easy. And here's the thing is that when it comes to developing relationships and just growth as humans, one of the most important skills you can learn to master is interpersonal skills how you put yourself out there and how you conduct yourself, whether it's in a conversation with one person or in front of a hundred people, it doesn't matter because how you conduct yourself and how you show up essentially is your business card. Your presence is your power. People lean in and you start when you're able to really conduct yourself in a powerful manner and put yourself out there and hold yourself, hold your ground, people lean in. When you can nail your interpersonal skills, you become more magnetic. People are drawn to you, start attracting the right ideas, the right resources, and the right opportunities to help you move forward, to help you tap into your next level, how to uh, you are able to start unlocking new levels of fulfillment. And here's the thing is that for so long, it was so easy to hide behind this fear. And even when that intuitive nudge came up to say, go and talk on social media, I could have so easily been like, you know what, tomorrow, tomorrow. And I'm so glad that version of me leaned in, even though it was terrifying, even though she was probably judging herself and rewatching videos, but she still put it out there because it all created so much momentum and it made me so much more comfortable in front of a camera. And it allowed me to even attract opportunities like this. And it's funny because on the other side of fear is our greatest joy. As much as the fear of public speaking paralyzed me for so long, it is now one of my greatest sources of joy and satisfaction, the fulfillment that comes when you are making an impact 
and you are using the gift that God has given you, your voice, oh boy, I cannot even explain. I can't even put it into words. And that's why it's even now, even though sometimes those nerves do kick in, there's some days where I just really don't even want to record a podcast or show up on social media, but I know how I feel after I do it. And that's why I do. And now putting myself out there, even in social settings, it's naturally become so much easier because over time through practice, this fear of public speaking has become less and less. And even the other day I was at a coffee shop and there was this, like, I'm in Bangkok, I'm currently in Bangkok as I record this. So I took my laptop to a coffee shop to work and this Indian lady came in and she was like, you know, asking for like waffles or coffee. And you could tell that she was a bit irritated because she wasn't getting the particular waffles she wanted. And I could so relate because, you know, sometimes you just are craving a particular dish. Anyway, so she was waiting for a coffee to be served and she was like two tables away from me and she was on her own. So I just struck up a conversation with her. Like we were just speaking for a few minutes. Turns out she lives in Bombay. And so she was only visiting in Bangkok for five days. And so I asked her, so what has been your favorite thing since you've been here? And she mentioned this place called Float Center, which is basically this floating pod, zero gravity floating pod to help you restabilize your nervous system because you're soaking in Epsom salts for an hour. And guess what me and my sister are doing today? We're going for this and I'm really excited for it. And it's something new, even something new for my sister and my nervous system is going to be so happy. But here's the thing. Had I not had the courage and confidence to strike up this conversation, it never would have even, we would never even known this thing existed. So I'm just saying is that when we're able to let go of that voice that that's trying to protect us, our egos, fears, and still take, still take action, still lean in, still use our voice that's how we can like i said unlock new levels of fulfillment and deepen our connections with the world around us and so i wanted to share five ways i got over the fear of public speaking and how i've just become more and more comfortable speaking to an audience and putting myself out there so number one is i stopped making it about me whether it's a talk or whether it's even a social setting i I've got, you know, I'm more and more getting out of my ego who is seeking validation and instead stepping into an energy of service. Even with this YPO talk that I gave over the weekend, I went with the intention of pouring into my audience. I set the intention that I wanted to create an impact to help them progress rather than seeking value. So needing it to go well so that I feel like I'm good enough that I have made an impact and that I know my stuff instead the focus was on how can I give more value and this is why doing the work on yourself and your self-worth is so important because when we are when when we are walking over the void of validation and when we don't see ourselves as worthy and when we don't feel good enough that's when we're seeking that validation from external sources. And that's why that need, that desire, that attachment to make sure it's perfect so that people praise us, it becomes bigger and bigger. But when you need that validation, you actually repel it. And when we are letting our ego get the best of us, that's how we actually block ourselves from connecting with our intuition. The part of us that knows exactly what to say in order to create that impact. And that's why, again, it's when I can know my worth, when I can know the value that I walk around with, that I can impart on the people I'm speaking with, that's when I'm able to show up as my most authentic self. But again, it's you got to do the work on your self-worth in order to get to that state. That's why doing the internal work, whether it's in 
it helps with public speaking or anything else. It just makes it so much easier for you to show up with more ease. And also, in addition to stop making it about me, I also see them as humans. Stop putting your audience or the other person on a pedestal. Sorry, pedestal? Pedestal, sorry. <laughs> pedestal. Because they're just humans. They're equally flawed. And the same way you're scared to put yourself out there, the person on the other side is also has their equal shares of fears and doubts. And so when you can just show up as who you are, you also bring out the humanness in them. The second way I got over this fear of public speaking is self-trust. Really working on the way I perceive myself and developing a foundation of trust within myself. Rather than doubt myself, I trust my intuition to guide me with the most perfect words that my audience needs to hear in order to move forward. And again, it's as humans, we are flooded with so many doubts and then we overthink and we over question ourselves. And again, it's when I'm able to just trust that I know my stuff, when I can just trust that I will say whatever the person in front of me, the audience in front of me needs to hear. Again, I'm able to show from a place of calmness and ease. I'm able to feel safe and stable. And that energy is so magnetic. And how do you really develop that self-trust is a, you can't just hope for self-trust. You got to put in the efforts to create it. And so it's choosing to find ways in which you can come out of your comfort zone because only through evidence are you able to develop that level of self-trust but if you never give yourself the pos the sorry the opportunity to get out of your comfort zone and see what you're capable of to tap into your potential it's so easy to let doubt get the best of you and so really for me i know what helps me is focusing on evidence of when I've done something similar in the past. So whether it's a masterclass or whether, you know, I introduced myself to someone in the past and it actually developed into a beautiful friendship, whatever it is, that evidence of when I've put myself out there and done the scary thing and I've succeeded. And also in addition to self-trust is trusting in the foundation that you've built. And when you can really say that, you know what, I put in the work every day I show up for myself Again, you might not see the physical changes, but you are creating this foundation within yourself. And that's what you are not trusted. Like for me, when I was thinking about, as I was on the flight to give this up, I would just reflect on all the podcast episodes I've done, all the coaching sessions I've done, all the masterclasses I've hosted. And that just gave me such a sense of ease and relief. And I got to a place where I was, you know what? I told myself, I got this. I'm good. We're going to do this. And it was just such a freeing feeling to not be stuck in a state of, what if I mess up? The third way I've got, gotten over this fear of public speaking, you know what, I'm going to actually reframe that because I wouldn't, say I've got, I wouldn't say anyone gets over it because even the most successful people, they also face imposter syndrome. They also sometimes worry, Am I, did, I, did I do good enough of a job, whatever it is. But at the same time, how I took away the power that fear had on me. So the third way is energy management. Ooh, this is a big one. So when life gets busy, it's so easy to put our needs in a back burner and try and take shortcuts. But especially when life is busy, that's when you really got to amp up how you pour into yourself. You are the one who is giving that talk. You are the one who is giving that presentation. You are the one who is putting yourself 
forward. And if you want, if your life is a mirror reflection of you, and if you want the best outcome, you got to take care of your side of the street. You got to be the best version of you. And you got to be coming from a place of abundance. And that means pouring into you as much as possible. Yes, the few days leading up was very busy between getting ready for this talk, other work commitments, and actually flying to Bombay. But you know what? On the few days leading up, I doubled down on my habits. I did an extra breathwork session a day. I journaled so much. I listened to affirmations, whatever it is. I, I couldn't exercise because my ankle is still a bit messed up. But whatever it is, I doubled down on my habits to create a feeling of internal safety and essentially put my body in a calm and parasympathetic state. Here's the thing is that in order to be receptive of our intuition's guidance, in order for us to say whatever clarity is coming through, through our intuition, we need to be in a calm state. But if you're in a state of overdrive, if your mind is filled with negative thoughts, fears, doubts, insecurities, and other mental chatter, again, you're operating from a place of your ego. And that's when it's constantly about me. Will I say the right thing? How will I actually get past this? What if I mess up? And what happens is that internal feeling of insafety only makes that fear even more paralyzing. So really worth making sure that if I want to pour into my audience, I'm going to pour so much into me first to the point that I'm overflowing and have so much to give. And oh boy, did that really come in handy because this session was meant to be two hours, ended up being about four hours, but I was thriving. I felt so good. But I know it's because I created so much energetic momentum within myself by taking care of my habits. The fourth way I have stripped the power that a fear of public speaking once had on me is trusting in a power greater than me. Whether it's a specific talk or let's say someone reaches out to work with me and me wondering, will I be able to help them? Here's the thing is what I always remind myself that if I've attracted this opportunity or this person into my life, it's only because I'm an energetic match for it. I am ready for it even if my ego is spewing various fears to keep me safe. The universe, God, whatever higher power you believe in, has brought this opportunity, this person into your life because it knows your potential and ability to help that person. If that was not the case, you would not have been able to do so. And in addition to trusting in a power greater than me, I also trust in my audience, the other person, to relate to my humanness. Rather than wear a facade of per perfectionism, I allow myself to show up as who I am. I embrace my vulnerabilities. I see it as a strength and know that it's going to help me create an even deeper connect. I shared some really personal stories on during this YPO retreat, and I could see the audience leaning in. And as a result, because I felt safe enough to do so, I developed that level of trust with my audience. And considering they just met me that morning, the way they were able to open up to me was amazing. And not only that, but the whole forum, the whole session, the conversations that were coming out were just so much more meaningful. Because again, by me taking down my mask, I invited them to do the same. And lastly is I give myself grace. I give myself so much grace. And I cannot express this enough self-compassion on this journey that we call life. Self-compassion at every step along the way is 
so important, yet how often are we programmed to operate from a place of self-judgment? And if you really want to move ahead in life, you got to be your number one cheerleader. You got to master the skill of self-soothing and being on your team. Yes, you will mess up. And it's, I know, I already know that any talk that I do, any interaction, it might not be perfect. But each time I lean into the fear and show up regardless, I get better. Irrespective of the outcome, I'm already successful because I got bigger than my fears. And that is something which, if you can really just hold on to that, taking action, moving into your fears, leaning in, even when your ego is spewing up all these ways to keep you safe, all these stories, it becomes so much easier. And even before the talk even started, I really embodied the energy of I'm already successful and I've already won because I did the scary thing. Even though I could have made up a hundred excuses to say no to this opportunity or to not put myself out there, I leaned in. I didn't let my ego get the best of me. And that makes me a winner. And in that energy, by embodying that state, guess what? I was able to manifest the right thoughts, the right words, the right actions in order to actually make that a reality. You have to become the version of you who has already manifested the outcome so that that outcome can manifest. Really take that in. It's I cannot look outside of me to feel successful. I cannot wait for a talk to go well in order for me to feel successful. I need to feel so successful, feel so good within myself, develop such an indestructible level of self-concept in order for that to be, for the outcome to unfold with more ease. And in addition to that, in addition to giving myself grace, practice. This is with anything in life that, whether it's public speaking or anything else that's scary for you at this point, you gotta practice. No one gets it right the first time. You're looking at someone's chapter 20 when you're your chapter one. The person who is doing it so well, they have been working and working at it for months, for years. It's irrelevant. But focus on getting better than the last time. And just keep being proactive about putting yourself out there and leaning in. And the more you lean in, the less that fear kicks in. And it's funny because I'm currently staying with my sister and my and my nephew and brother-in-law. And my nephew, he has swimming every Tuesday at school. And I don't know why, but like he just doesn't enjoy it. He's a pretty good swimmer for the most part. But the same way, he and he's eight. I'm in my 30s. But the same advice I would give him, I give to myself. Practice. Every Monday night, he's like, oh, I don't want to go swim tomorrow. It's, okay, well, each week you're going to get better. Should we practice this weekend? And it's us as humans is that we can't expect that by sitting at home and not doing anything that was suddenly going to one day wake up and get better. Even when I started this podcast, I used to script my episodes because again, I was scared of messing up on the mic. Then it reached a point where I got more comfortable chatting. And then I was like, you know what, screw it. Let's just be intuitive and let's just see what comes through, whatever words and message comes through. And in doing so, I became more comfortable. Now I can't even imagine writing a script because A, it just doesn't feel as authentic authentic also it's so much more time consuming but in doing so by leaning into that it also made me develop helped me sorry develop a connection with my intuition so now when I'm giving these talks leaning in and tapping into that intuitive voice that skill it's becoming easier and easier and so what I'm saying what I'm trying to say to you here is 
what are ways in which you can just small ways that you can start leaning in does not be any big but it's giving yourself grace but also being proactive and lastly before i wrap up this episode i'm going to share a prayer i always say before i start my talk before i start a seminar before i start a master class before i start a coaching session whatever it is but i this is something i always say to myself and i hope it can be of use to you and again i'm going to say the word god but if you prefer universe or any other high power please feel free to replace but essentially it is God, use me. Let me be the vessel through which you speak through so that I can give my audience exactly what they need to hear. I will repeat that. God, use me. Let me be the vessel through which you speak through so that I can give my audience exactly what they need to hear. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushboo.kway. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.